Welcome to Understandable Solutions, the podcast where we discuss business and current events, those important issues that impact our world. Our goal is that you walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. Here's your host, Jeff Newkirk. Today, we're going to talk about two of my favorite core values, being accountable and having integrity. Now, I've talked about my core values before, and I think it's important that we all have core values. Remember, those are those non-negotiable beliefs, the lines in the sand that you will not cross no matter what the situation. They guide you in all of your decisions, and they help you maintain the right direction for your life. Everybody's core values are based on whatever you believe. They're, they're yours, nobody else's. And if you have to think about what your core values might be, well, they're probably not core values. It's, so they're also those things that, that just are, are automatic. It's, it's what you believe. So, so my seven, quickly, serving others, having faith, remaining humble, always learning. I call that the triple L, lifelong learning. Providing compassion. And then today we'll talk about accountability and integrity. Now, why are these two? Why are these two core values so important to me today? It's pretty simple. It's because we don't see enough of it in our world. I don't care if we're looking at just our community, our country, or globally. There just is not enough integrity and accountability going on. Now, let's just define what those mean, those core values. So according to Merriam-Webster, integrity means the firm adherence to a code of especially moral or artistic values. The opposite of integrity, badness, evil, immorality, sin. Ooh, man, sounds bad to be the opposite of having integrity. Accountability. What does accountability mean? Well, according to Merriam-Webster, accountability means an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. The opposite being irresponsible or unaccountable. I really don't want to be known as irresponsible because if you're irresponsible, you lack credibility. If you lack credibility, you don't have integrity. See, integrity and accountability go hand in hand. You can't have integrity without accountability. You can't have accountability without integrity. Integrity says that you are going to do what you say. You're going to have those high moral decisions. And basically, you're going to be accountable. You're, go you're going to follow through if you're going to tell the truth, if you're going to have integrity. Super important. And we don't see that today. So that's why I want to talk about these two, two core values today, because we don't have enough of it and we need more. We need more integrity. We need more accountability. In a 2002 study conducted at the University of Massachusetts, they found that 60% of all people lie at least once a day. So 
six out of 10 people that you may come across in the course of a day are going to be dishonest. And they average, those 60%, that's six out of 10, they average lying about two times a day. Why is that? Why do people lie? I mean, what is the motivating factor? Maybe more than one, but what is it? What, why do they lie? Well, according to the Paul Ekman Group, and again, you can find this, just Google it, Paul Ekman Group, there are nine predominant reasons why people lie. And I think it's important to talk about a few of these. So the number one reason is to avoid being punished. I can remember when I was eight years old. Now, this is going back a few years, quite a few years, actually. And I lived in a neighborhood, grew, in a, grew up in a neighborhood where we would go out and play all day long. We'd get called in for dinner, eat dinner, go back out and play. And we had a great group of kids in our neighborhood. And we played baseball and all kinds of games. Well, one evening I had, well, my friends and I were playing baseball in, in our neighbor's yard. Now, my neighbor, his mother said, hey, can you guys take the game out to the field? There was a field out behind our house and we could have easily done that. But here's the thing. My neighbor's backyard had the bases perfectly lined up. And if you played baseball growing up when you were 8, 10, whatever, as a kid, you know if you can get a field just perfect, that's where you want to play. We had the fence lined up that it was a perfect home run, um, and it, it was that's where we wanted to play. So when she said, can you take the game to the field, I was like, oh, man, that's a bummer. So we all looked at each other, and so I spoke up. I said, well, um, I, you know, my parents won't let me go out to the field uh, today, so... Um, so we, we have to stay close. And she was, you know, she was compassionate mother. She said, oh, okay, well, all right, just be careful. You know, you guys are throwing a ball around and our house is close. And wouldn't you know, I got the ball, made a bad throw, smashed a window. And I thought, I think I'm going to get in trouble. Now, I wasn't as afraid of the broken window as I was telling a lie. I told my neighbor that I wouldn't, I wasn't allowed to go out to the field because my parents wanted me to stay close. That was not true. Never said that. And when my dad heard that, I would just say that I, to this day, I remember that situation and it was a huge lesson learned for me. And he taught me the value of telling the truth. It wasn't about the broken window. It was about the fact that I lied. So I had to go and apologize. I had to pray, uh, pay for the broken window. And I learned a valuable lesson. Now, many years later, as a parent myself, uh, this was a few years ago, when my son was about eight years old, we were signing him up for a youth sport. He played... Uh, a lot of youth sports, football, baseball. In, the, in this particular situation, we were signing up for signing him up at the local high school for youth wrestling. So we were walking out of the high school. It was a Saturday morning, 
We were the only two in the hallway. And as we were exiting the, uh, the school, uh, he ran over to a $20 bill that was lying in the hallway. And he was all excited. Dad, 20 bucks. And I said, Peyton, yeah, that's, yeah, right, $20. And he looked at me like, ah, oh, this is awesome. Let's, let's go to McDonald's. And I said, uh, Pete, um, hey, bud, that is, that is not your $20. And you could just see, you know, the expression on his face turn from, Dad's cool, he just signed me up from re for wrestling, to Dad is a total zero, and he's going to tell me how bad it is I picked up this 20 bucks. And so I didn't tell him that he was bad, of course, but I said, hey, that is not your $20, right? No, it's not my $20. He said, but nobody's going nobody's gonna to know, and somebody else is just going to take it anyway. And I said, but did you earn that $20? No, I didn't earn the $20. And I said, so you got to put it back. So just go lay it down over there on the top of that garbage can, and, and somebody else will come by and pick it up. He said, but somebody else, is, they're just going to take it anyway. And I said, that's their decision to make. This is not your $20. So the good news in that story is that to this day, my son's now uh, 22 years old. I had to think about that for a second. So this is going back a few years. He still remembers that story, that situation. And he still remembers that dad was a buzzkill, making him put the $20 back. But he learned the value of integrity and maintaining your word and doing the right thing. So the number one reason that people lie is to avoid being punished, to get out of something that they may have done wrong, like, like breaking the window, you know, telling a lie about that. Um, the number two reason to obtain a reward not otherwise readily obtainable. Now, when I was reading this, I thought, well, shoot, that happens all the time, right? I mean, people lie all the time to try to get something that they really don't deserve. And I was thinking back to a situation that I had years and years ago uh, when I first, early in my career, when I first started consulting, I completed a business plan for a client. And it was a good plan. I uh, felt really good about it. And, but I knew I knew that the plan was not going to meet expectations with regard to the outcome financially. So I knew that when I was going to present the plan, that there would probably be some challenge from, um, from the, the, the client because they wanted to do a, an agreement. They wanted to do a business deal with, some, with another party uh, in the marketplace. And what my business plan said was that the dollar amount that they should offer for this business was far less than what the seller was wanted to sell it for, what he was looking for, his asking price. So I knew there was there would be some challenge, which I was completely fine with. So I presented it, and actually it went it went pretty well. The presentation went well. Um, there were some questions, but nothing you know, that I wasn't prepared for. But a couple days later, I got a call from my client. 
And my client said, hey, Jeff, you know, I, we really like that plan. You did great work, really appreciate it. But I don't think you understood how much we wanted to purchase this business that's in our marketplace because it's really going to help us out with our business. Is there any way that you can go back and, and sharpen the pencil and come up with some numbers that really more reflect what we're, uh, you know, what the seller's looking for and, you know, help us get that deal through? So that was code for, will you please be dishonest and lie and fudge the numbers? And see, I'm just direct, you know, call it like it is. And that's what it was. Now, I didn't say that to my client, but what I said was, I'd ask the question to the client. I, I asked specifically, you want me to go back and change the numbers in the plan to reflect the asking price that the, the seller is looking for? Well, you know, just not, not exactly. Well, yes, exactly. That's exactly what happened. So I, or exactly what they were looking for. So I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I did, I did not go back and sharpen the pencil. I lost that client and they did end up purchasing that business. And I really don't know what they purchased it for, but I knew that I could look at myself in the mirror. I didn't lie. I didn't fudge the numbers. And so why would, why would I do that? Why, why would I, why was it so important for me to be honest and keep the plan the way it was with the numbers that I came up with? I mean, what's the big deal? You know, I could have, could have, gain more business, right? I mean, it was it hurt me financially. Why would I do that? Because it was the wrong thing to do. The right thing was to tell the truth. The right thing is to go with the numbers that I, that I calculated, that I developed in the plan. And if somebody wanted to take those numbers and fudge them and lie to get the reward that they were looking for, that's up to them. But I wasn't going to do that. I was not going to do that. Another tough lesson learned for me, but I did the right thing. I did the right thing. Another reason, according to Paul Ekman Group, that people lie is to protect another person from being punished. You know, it's the uh, old, you know, one sibling protects the other or one coworker protects another coworker. Um, so they lie to protect somebody else. And, you know, you might want to think, well, that's okay. You know, and they're protecting somebody. They're, they're serving somebody else. Well, are they? Are they? I mean, all situations are different. And I don't want to judge. But if you are being dishonest to protect somebody, you have to sort of do the evaluation and see, is it really worth it short-term and long-term? I suspect that it's probably not but you'd have to weigh that out. And what I would suggest is weighing it out, not just short-term gain, but long-term. Because a lie will stick with you forever. It's not something that just goes away. Another reason that people lie, which I think is very interesting, is to win the admiration of others. It's interesting because we see it every day, all the time. Kids do it. Grown-ups do it. Adults. Trying to impress somebody. Anybody ever goes to a, a, a gym, you see it all the time. You know, former athletes, oh, I had a scholarship, but uh, 
yeah, I broke my leg and, uh, you know, so that fell through. I didn't, I didn't get the scholarship after all. Or, you know, I love when people at the gym, you know, um, yeah, I, I benched 300. Um, but then, you know, I, I tore it, you know, muscle and, uh, yeah, just not the way it, I just can't lift as much as I used to. What's the point of that? Who do you think you're impressing? Just be yourself, be yourself, be true to who you are and love who you are. Be okay with who you are. And if you feel like you have to lie to impress somebody to get friends, you know what? They're not real friends. Real friends are those people who are going to love you and care for you for who you really, really, truly are. Nothing more, nothing less. Do not lie to make more friends. It is not worth it and will come back to bite you long run. So I've talked a lot about why people lie, told a couple of stories that I've uh, experienced and, and lessons learned, but I really want to emphasize how in our society today, we just do not see enough people telling the truth and following through on what they, would, they say they would do. If you say you're going to do it, do it. If you find out that you can't, then say you can't do it, and here's why. That's, that's as simple, it's as simple as that. So when somebody says, well, Jeff, I don't, you know, how do we be, I mean, there's so many pressures, I don't know how I can be accountable. You can be accountable by maintaining your responsibility. Keep your responsibility, keep your word. If you say you're going to do it, do it. If you can't, can't follow through, then say you can't. It's as simple as that. So what about integrity? Well, how, how do we maintain integrity? I, you know, that's, it's, it's hard. It's hard, right? No, it's not hard. Keep your word, period. End of story. If it's true, it's true. If it's not, then it's not the truth. Stay away from saying things like all the time, never happened. You know, when you say all Never, always, those are big words that probably can come back to haunt you in the long run. And it's very hard to be truthful when you say, no, this happens all the time. That always happens to me. Always? Always? That's like 100% of the time. It's not 99% of the time. That's always means 100% of the time. And remember, never means 0% of the time. 0%. So, Keep your word, period. That's it. That's what I wanted to talk about today. Integrity and accountability. Hey, I hope you got something out of this episode. It's important for me, to me, that you do get something out of every single episode. And I'd like to know what that is. So email me at jeff at understandablesolutions.com and let me know, what did you get out of this episode? I appreciate you listening. I'm so grateful. If you enjoyed and you got something out of the episode, leave a review. It helps me out and I'd be grateful. Well, have a great day. I hope today was a great day. I hope tomorrow's even better. Peace, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Understandable Solutions. We hope we met our goal and remember, that was for you to walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. 
and tell us what that is. We want to know. Be sure to review us favorably on your favorite podcast platform.